Today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks is brought to you by Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Make sure to go to BuiltBar.com right now and use our promo code LOCKEDON in all caps and you'll get 20% off your next Built Bar order. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Monday, February 22nd, 2021. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then please remember to subscribe to the podcast. It's free wherever you may listen to your podcasts, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Also, if you're on Twitter, then please be sure to follow the Lockdown Blackhawks Twitter page. That's at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good content being posted there every day as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you for tuning into today's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Hope everyone out there listening had a tremendous weekend, but back to work, back to reality. And with it being Monday, the start of everyone's week, to cheer you all up, I thought I'd have a little surprise episode here now that the Blackhawks are on this little three-day hiatus following a loss to Carolina on Friday. Today, I'm going to give a grade for each Blackhawks player now that we're roughly a third of the way through the 2021 regular season. We're 19 games in. The Blackhawks have a 9-6-4 and four record, so 19 games Roughly a third of the way through this 56-game regular season. So I'm going to go through the Blackhawks roster so far and give every player a grade A through F based on how they have performed so far up to this point. So to start us off, why don't we start with the Blackhawks' leading scorer on their top line, Patrick Kane. And I mean, how can I not give this guy an A+. Eight goals, 18 assists, 26 points, fifth best in the National Hockey League. And he's doing all of this without Jonathan Taze, without Kirby Doc, without a lot of firepower, a lot of firepower around him. The Blackhawks power play should be abysmal without those guys, yet here they are, one of the top in the entire league right now. Um, and a lot of that has to do with Kaner. I'm absolutely thrilled with how Kaner's played so far this season. And I'm sure with those guys out, Seabrook out as well, a huge locker room piece. Kaner's playing a huge factor, I'm sure, in the locker room with all these young guys as well. So, no surprise here, ladies and gentlemen, to start us off. Patrick Kane, Showtime, gets an A-plus from me. Now, let's move on over to the guy who's been playing center with him lately. That's 24-year-old rookie Pius Suter. Suter's played in all 19 games this season for the Hawks. He's got 6 goals and 4 assists for 10 points, and that currently ranks third among NHL rookies. He's right up there, just one point behind uh, Josh Norris and Kapril, uh, Kaprizov. Um, it, it's been, you know, a little bit of a roller coaster ride with Suter so far, but I, I, I've liked what I've seen overall from him in his first NHL season. I knew he wasn't going to be coming out and producing at the rate Dominic Kubelik was last year as a rookie, just an unfair comparison between those players just because they happened to do the same thing over in um in Switzerland and then 
you know, they played the same position, they're, they're just had the similar kind of styles, but it was just an unfair comparison or unfair expectations for Suter heading into the season, but 10 points through 19 games, can't not be happy with that production from a rookie. I know three of his six goals came in one game, he recorded that hat trick against the Red Wings, um, so only three goals in the other 18 games, but still, it's a good start from the kid. I'm, I think I'm going to give Pia Suter a B here. The one thing that's kind of holding me back, as I said, besides those, um, besides that hat trick game against Detroit, only three goals in 18 games, and also his faceoff win percentage is 41%, and that's been a, a big struggle for this Blackhawks team early on in this season. I get Suter's a rookie, but if he's playing, you know, that much ice time and he's going to have a top six role, the Hawks need him to be a little better in the faceoff dot. So. Taking it all in, I think uh, a B is beyond a fair grade for P.S. Suter so far. Next up, we'll go with the top line left wing as of late, and that's Alex Dabrinkit. A great start here in 2021 for Kitty, which was much needed after a, a little bit of a struggle-filled season in 2019-20. But so far, Kitty has a team-high nine goals in that. He's missed a couple games because of COVID as well, still leading the team with nine goals to go along with nine assists, 18 points, He's been really good on the power play, so just like Kane, I'm going to give Dabrinkit an A+. Not No gripe from me, really, about his game. He's been tremendous, in my opinion. Really, what's been impressive to me, besides his offensive production, is how, how well he's played without the puck on his stick. His back-checking's been really good, and he's been winning a little uh, some more battles, you know, some more one-on-one -on -one battles, which we need from him. I know it's tough when he's smaller than 99.9% .9 of the competition, but he's fighting hard, and it's translating to him winning some one-on-one -on -one battles, and that's creating offense for the Blackhawks, so I really think Dabrinkit's improved on that side of his game as well, so overall, really like what I see from Dabrinkit up to this point, and I also give him an A+. Moving on down the lineup now, I'll jump on down to what's been the third line as of late, starting with Matthias Janmark, who's tied with fourth uh, he's tied 4-4th, excuse me, on the Blackhawks with 10 points so far. He's played in all 19 games, 6 goals, 4 assists. He already has as many goals as he did in the previous two seasons for the Dallas Stars. The biggest thing for me about Yanmark's game is his speed is really noticeable. I think it's been a, a big difference maker for this top 6, top 9 forward group for the Blackhawks so far. But defensively, it has not been all that pretty for Yans. His analytical numbers are not great. When he's on the ice for the Blackhawks, they're getting outshot by a ton. But again, analytics, they don't always tell the full story. I like i like his speed. I like Yanmark's goal scoring so far. So I think I'm going to give Yanmark a B-. minus. I think we all know he needs to pick it up a little bit defensively. But his speed and his offense, it's been a great surprise so far this season with six goals through these first 19 games. Then... Carl Soderberg, who's been playing a third-line center role for the most part for the Blackhawks, he's been all right, only four points in 14 games. But I feel like uh, as a third-line center, kind of in that checking role, he, he's been good on the PK and defensively. So I think I'm going to give Soderberg also a B-minus like Matthias Janmark. I think Soderberg can improve a little more offensively. He's a guy who's who's put up some decent points in the past, but... He's been a solid third-line center, as I said, in a checking role, so I feel like a B-minus is a fair grade for Soderbergh's performance. Last on this line, Philip Kurashev. What a start it's been for the 21-year-old Swiss rookie. Nine points in 18 games, five goals, four assists, right up there among the rookie leaders at the moment. One point behind Suter, two behind the leaders. 
I, I love everything about this kid. I love his fight. I love his ability to play with the puck on his stick. What an incredible game-winning goal he scored against the Detroit Red Wings not too long ago. You can just see there's a ton of potential there, and it's been a great start so far for Kurashev. I think I'm going to give him an A-, minus honestly, for his efforts so far. I feel like he's been a really solid top-nine piece, even as a rookie, even as a 21-year-old. And one thing I would like to see, though, with Kurashev, I think I'd like to see more of him at center. I talked about the Blackhawks' struggles at the dot so far this year. While Kurashev, when he's played center in his limited games, he's 47.7% of the dots so far, but he's been playing a lot of wing lately. So maybe one thing to consider if you're head coach Jeremy Colleton, but overall on Suter's game, I give him, uh, not on Suter, on Kurashev, I give him an A- minus so far. Now, Moving back up to the second line, starting with Brandon Hagel. He only has three points so far in 16 games, but it honestly feels like he could have 10. I mean, the work ethic work ethic is there every night. He's generating a ton of chances, lots of breakaway opportunities. One's got to go in soon. It's honestly crazy that he still doesn't have his first NHL goal. It's coming soon for sure. Really like what I've seen from Hagel. I don't know about having him on the second line, he just isn't producing that much offensively, and he's not, you know, that's that's really not his game is going and going out there and producing points at this point. But I'm still going to give him an A minus because of that hustle and heart. He has been a tremendous, a very pleasant surprise for this young Blackhawks team so far. Then his center, Dylan Strom. It's kind of been a bumpy ride so far for Stromer. Only eight points so far in 19 games. He's been outscored by both. Pia Suter and Philip Kurashev, which you, you don't want, you don't like to see, especially when we we traded Nick Schmaltz for Dylan Strom, thinking Strom was really going to be our second line center of the future. But so far in 19 games, only four goals, four assists, and he's in the midst of a six-game scoreless drought. Not good at all from Stromer right now. It's tough. He just he doesn't win many one-on-one battles. He doesn't skate all that well, and it just doesn't look like he can make plays out there without. To bring it and Kane on his line. I'm worried about Strom right now, ladies and gentlemen. It's concerning. I'm going to give Dylan Strom a D-plus for his game so far this year. Just not nearly enough offensively. And also a 44.6 faceoff win percentage. Not even close to what we need from Strom at the dot this season. Finally, before we take a break real quick, second line winger Dominic Kubelik. He's currently third on the Blackhawks with 14 points. Five goals and nine assists. But the thing about Kubelik is 10 of his 14 points have come on the power play. I mean, no doubt. It's it's great what Kubi's been able to do on the man advantage, but he needs to be a little better at five on five. I assume some of that has to do with playing with Strom and Hagel recently, and he's been with Strom a lot this season, who I just talked about has not been very good. So I don't know if that's kind of a factor, um, but... Kubelik, even even with that being said, he still has the ability to be creating more right now. So I'm going to give Kubelik a B up to this point. Hope he keeps it up on the power play, but we definitely need to see more at even strength right now from number eight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, coming up in just a moment, I will continue to break down the Blackhawks forward groups with their fourth line and also their defense to give all of those players grades as well.
This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes by subscribing to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I just finished giving the Blackhawks' top nine forwards a grade based on their play through the opening 19 games of the 2021 regular season. Before I move on to the Hawks' defense, I still have to dish out some grades for the fourth line. By the way, let me just say, I'm not going to be giving guys like Lucas Walmark, Reese Johnson, Madison Bowie, those type of guys, they just haven't played enough to actually grade them so far. So I'm not going to give them grades. Just wanted to be sure to get that out there before I start with this fourth line. So, starting with Matthew Highmore, he's played in 10 games for the Blackhawks so far this season with only one assist in those 10 games. Not the start I was hoping for out of Highmore, especially after a strong 2020 postseason where he was really productive. So was that entire fourth line. But so far, I mean, Highmore's he's been all right defensively, but just not good enough to consistently be in the lineup. I, I think... I'm going to give Highmore a flat C for his performance so far. As I said, he's just been all right, but also kind of a ghost out there when he has been in the lineup for the Blackhawks. Now, his center, David Kampf. Kampfer has been really solid. He'll never rack up points offensively. That's just not his game. He only has three points in all 19 games so far. Three assists, by the way. But he's been really good defensively. Awesome for the PK. And he's also won 54.3% of his faceoffs so far. The best on the Blackhawks. Really the only positive centerman for this team. It's really tough without Taze in the lineup right now. And also, when you go and look at Kampf's analytics, they're tremendous. Especially when you consider he's facing the opponent's top competition a decent amount every night. So, I'm going to go ahead and give David Kampf an A-. I wish he was doing a little more offensively, but again, that's just not his game. And defensively, which is his game, he's been beyond sturdy for the Blackhawks. Really good start for Kampf so far in 2021. I think he's deserving of an A-. Last of our forward group... Ryan Carpenter, who missed a little time earlier because of COVID-19, he's only played in 11 of the 19 games so far, but like Kampf, he's been pretty solid defensively when he has been in the lineup, and he's also a veteran leader around the clubhouse, only one point offensively so far, but again, not his game, so I'm going to give Carpenter a C-plus through the first 11 games of the 2021 season. Now, moving on to the Blackhawks' defense. Gonna go ahead and start with good old number two, Duncan Keith. And at 37 years old, he's still leading the Blackhawks in time on ice more nights than not. Still playing solid defense back there on that top pairing. And it's also more impressive because it's been a rotation for his partners up to this point. But I really like how Dunks has handled it, how he's led that young group back there. Looking at his numbers, he only has six assists. He got off to a good start. He's he slowed up a little bit of late, but he's not going to rack up points like he used to anymore. So overall, taking it all into consideration, I'm going to give Keith a B plus for his play at this up to this point. A lot of kids back there on defense, he's never really had a consistent partner. Playing with Boquist, playing with Mitchell, it's been a, a rotation, as I said, but 
overall, the Blackhawks' defense has been better than anyone expected up to this point, and I really believe that number two, Duncan Keith, has had a lot to do with that early success. Now, let's go to his current D partner, which is 21-year-old rookie Ian Mitchell, and it was a bit of a rough start for the kid, not gonna lie, but in the last 10 games or so, he's settled in and he looks a lot more comfortable out there. He's been playing a top four role lately, and we're starting to see that offensive upside. He has two goals in his last five games, now has three points on the year, but what I've been more impressed with so far is Mitchell's defense. He really hasn't had that many lapses, and I I think he's handled himself well, especially going up against bigger competition, so I'm going to give Ian Mitchell a B based off how strong he's been for the Blackhawks recently. Moving down the pairings a little bit now, let's go to Calvin DeHaan on the second defensive pairing. DeHaan's played in all 19 games for the Blackhawks, one goal, one assist for two points, but not an offensive defenseman by any means. He does a lot of his work in the defensive zone, and most nights, I've liked what I've seen from DeHaan, but there are sometimes some games when he doesn't have his A game, it can be pretty rough, and we saw that the other night against Carolina. I do got to give DeHaan credit, though. He's a warrior, number three in the NHL with 44 shot blocks so far. A warrior out there, especially on the penalty kill. So, taking all of it into consideration, I think I'm going to give Calvin DeHaan a, a B- minus so far. That may seem a little, a little cruel. Um, just because, you know, kind of like Keith, he's been playing with kids most nights, but to me, his bad nights have been, have been really bad so far. And with that many kids in the lineup, the Hawks can't afford DeHaan to have many of those this season if they want to win games. Now that will take me to 23 year old Lucas Carlson, who's still pointless through 10 games this season, but he's been all right on the defensive side of things. Uh, not too big of a role so far. He, it's just like he hasn't done all that much. I think I'm going to give Carlson a flat C. I don't really know what else to give him because, as I said, he hasn't been all that noticeable, but at the same time, sometimes that's good. That's a good thing for a defenseman. I, I do still think there's more to Carlson's game than what he's shown so far this year, though, especially on the offensive side of things. So I think a flat C works well here for Lucas Carlson. Up next, Nikita Zadorov. Hey. It's been an up-and-down year for Big Z, without a doubt. I thought he got off to a a pretty good start, but the last 5-10 games or so have not been very good. His lack of speed is just so noticeable out there, and whenever he does make a mistake, it's it's hard for him to recover because of his lack of speed, and it's just tough. And he's also not a guy who's going to do much offensively. Honestly, looking at his numbers, 5 assists for him through 19 games is exceeding offensive expectations, but his defensive blunders, they've been bad, really costly more times than not. The one positive I will say about Zadorov is he's second in hits in the NHL with 68, but I still don't think that outweighs the negatives up to this point. I'm going to give Zadorov a C plus. His underlying numbers aren't terrible. He hits guys. He does play a lot of minutes and he's playing with kids a lot, but the eye test has not been pretty so far. C plus seems maybe more than a fair grade for Nikita Zadorov. Then we have Zadorov's current partner, the 21-year-old Nicholas Bodan, who has been pretty strong for the most part, in my opinion. He does have some bad turnovers from time to time, but that's kind of what you expect from a kid in his 
first real stretch of NHL action. The offense has been great, though. Two goals and three assists in 11 games. Don't forget, that, that those are Bodan's uh, 11 of his 12 career NHL games. He only played in one last season for the Blackhawks. But I like what I've seen, and I like how Jeremy Colleton's using him so far. He's been getting some power play time, and that's really his game where he can quarterback things up top and, and read the play. I like what I've seen from Bo- Bodan there. I think I'm going to give him a B so far. If he cleans, if if he was playing a little cleaner defensively, I easily could have given him an A. He's been pretty impressive so far for the Blackhawks on the back end, especially for a 21-year-old. Last, we have 20-year-old Adam Boquist, who also missed some time earlier with COVID-19. But since returning, Boquist has been pretty good in his two games. He's now up to four assists in eight games total on the season. Still looking for that first goal of the year, though. Um, not, not really enough games to judge Boquist, but I'll give him a B as well. He, he needs to be a little bit better defensively, but the offensive side, you know, the potential is there. And, and ladies and gentlemen, the most important thing about Adam Boquist is don't forget, he's still only 20 years old, the youngest player on this team. And this really should be his rookie year. No one saw him leaving the OHL after one season. So Boquist is basically still a rookie at this point. Don't judge him too much. He's still so young. I think a B is fair for Adam Boquist so far through only eight games. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there are the grades for the Blackhawks defensemen. Coming up in just a minute, I'm going to rate the two goaltenders we've seen a lot of in 2021, Kevin Lankinen and Malcolm Subban. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bilt Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Bilt Bar has a ton of awesome classic flavors like mint brownie, peanut butter, coconut, and they also have six new flavors, which are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp, all of which, like the other 12 flavors, are covered in 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they are also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com today and use the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps to get 20% off your next order. One more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com for a delicious and healthy snack option. And don't forget to use our promo code LOCKEDON in all caps for 20% off your next Built Bar order. I also need to talk to you all about BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And be sure to use our promo code LOCKEDON, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, believe it or not. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head on over to the website, or you can also use your mobile device to sign up today. And be sure to use our promo code LOCKEDON, that's one word in all caps, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts.
This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Start your week off with Lockdown NHL so you don't miss another big hockey story. Every Monday, Lockdown Kings host Sarah Avampato interviews local experts covering the biggest stories in hockey. Get reactions to blockbuster trades, deep dives on the teams destined to be at the top of the standings, and analysis of hockey's hottest stars by subscribing to Lockdown NHL wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I just finished giving grades to the Blackhawks defensemen. Last but not least, we have the goaltenders for the Chicago Blackhawks to grade. And also, like Lucas Walmark and Reese Johnson, I'm not going to give Colin Delia a grade because he's mostly been serving as the third goaltender this season for the Blackhawks. It just doesn't seem fair to judge him off the two starts he's had here in 2021. So, we'll start with the man, the myth, the legend, Kevin Lankinen. I know we already know what great Lankinen is going to get here. It's an easy A+. I mean, what a story this kid has, has been so far. Might be the rookie of the year in the entire NHL at this point with how well he's been playing, in addition to the Blackhawks being arguably the biggest surprise in the NHL. it's The, the Kevin Lankinen show is real. He's 7-3-3 three three through his first 13 games. He's allowed two goals or fewer in eight of them, which is just insane for a rookie. So, 7-3-3, along with a 2.42 goals against average and a 9.27 save percentage, one shutout against the Detroit Red Wings. And I know he's also among the leaders in goals save above expected as well. He may even still be number one in that category. So, to put it simply... The Blackhawks would not be where they are right now without Kevin Lankinen. All the question marks surrounding this team, and arguably, the goaltender position was the biggest one, but Lankinen has been the answer to that question, one of the best netminders in the entire league right now, and I really think this guy is just getting started. He's calm, he's confident, he's everything you want in your goaltender, so both on and off the ice, I give Lankinen an A-plus for his performance and his mindset during his rookie season in the NHL. To finish us off, we have Malcolm Subban, who, he's only had four starts here in 2021, Lankinen has just been that good, but ever since opening night when Subban allowed five goals to the Tampa Bay Lightning and he didn't look very good in that, Three consecutive strong starts. He's allowed three goals or less in all three. Only allowed three once. His other two starts, he allowed two and one. And while it hasn't been too pretty, it's not the prettiest sight to see when Subban's in net. The numbers, they tell the story. I mean, he's finding a way to keep pucks out of the net. Pretty or not, you got to give him some credit. In his four games, he is 2-1-1 with a 2.65 goals against average and 9.17 save percentage. And for all the hate that Subban gets by Blackhawks fans, those numbers are fine, especially for a backup goaltender. No idea why fans don't like Subban so much. Or I, I guess I do. It's because his name isn't Kevin Lankinen. Um, I'm going to give Subban a B for how he's played so far. Again, I know it's not pretty. He's not as positionally sound as Lankinen is. A lot of reactionary saves, but he's still getting the job done nonetheless. So I'm happy with Subban as our backup goaltender right now. And I think a solid B is a fair grade for the 27-year-old former first-round pick. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Monday, February 22nd's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show. 
And be sure to subscribe and to follow the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app. And you can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Lockdown NHL podcast. The NHL regular season is underway, and the best way to keep track of it all is by subscribing to Lockdown NHL. Local experts each week bring you the biggest stories, game recaps, and fantasy advice all in one podcast. So be sure to subscribe to Lockdown NHL wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account. That's at JackBushman2. Or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can hit me on one of my Twitter accounts or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day.